0: Welcome to podcast number 13. 13. Let's go, people. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus. How's
1: everybody
2: doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work in my office today, it's flooded. Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.
0: Welcome to podcast number 13. We have some special guests with us today, don't we? Very special guests. Why don't you introduce your special guest, Aaron? All
2: right, well, my special guest is my beautiful wife, Zaina Malmquist. She's uh, right over there. You guys can't see where I just pointed, but she's right over there. And uh, yeah, wave to everybody. Hi. There she is. Yeah, that's my wife. And so we got her on the podcast today. Yes. And I got my wife on the podcast today, Jen.
1: Hey, Sander. guys.
0: Yes. Awesome. And let's see here. So excited. We told you last podcast that we're going to be talking about relationships in this podcast. Oh, yeah. And really specifically when it comes to relationships, like how to find the right one, how to have a healthy marriage we probably won't really get into healthy marriage because we don't really have enough time. We'll probably end up talking more about how to find the right one, which I yeah. think is really what most people are concerned about anyway. Oh yeah. Um so maybe because most of everybody out there is totally single, but you don't want to be single. <laughs> That's right. Most people want to get married. This is very true. And so we're going to we're going to talk about this today and we've got some talking points in front of us here on our on our
2: big post-it board. Yeah. Um, but, um a lot of this is just this is just spitballing. Whatever comes out, comes out. Yeah. And Dana, how do you feel yeah. about spitballing?
3: So great. So
0: great. <laughs> how do you really feel about spontaneity
2: and uh spitballing? What is spitballing? What, <laughs> spit what is I that? have no idea. Like, I, I just I, I I think my dad used to say that. We're just spitballing. It's just like coming up with stuff, whatever you think you say. Okay. So how do you feel about that?
3: No, I'm not super good at it. Yeah. No. Nope. Okay. How do you do
1: you know what I've learned being married to you—that's uh, how you like to roll—and so I gotta fake it till I make it. <laughs> <laughs> it is how I like to roll. I'll get I, there. I,
2: I, I do like that a lot. So oh yeah, I was uh, I was just thinking right before we got in. Go ahead. Well, you said that that most everybody wants to get married eventually, and this is true. But I actually had two. I always called them aunts, but they're my mom's aunts actually, and they never got married. Like they never even had a desire to get married, and they both lived until they were like ninety-five. As they lived 95 years, like never going on a date, like never getting married. Whoa. I was like, how do you do that? That's it's insane. That is a different kind of person. And they, <laughs> sh- she had two aunts who did that. Yeah, they were sisters.
3: Didn't they like live together? Yeah, they lived two? together.
2: Uh, like, yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> so That's not nuts. everybody.
3: So,
1: Jen, not want everybody, to everybody <laughs> wants to get married. What'd you say? You want to do that with your sister? I love my sister, but I love my husband. <laughs> good answer. Is, that a, is that a good answer? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't want you to say that you want that.
3: No,
1: <laughs> no. I,
2: They're the only two people that I've ever met in my entire life that have wanted that. Yeah. So it's very strange. But most, uh, that uh, confirms what you said. Most people, most people want to get married. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So let's get into this,
0: um, how to find the right one. Uh, I think most everybody, if they've listened to the podcast in the past, they've heard our stories about how we've met our spouses. So if you want to hear those, go ahead and tune into some of the podcasts in the past. I can't remember which one specifically, but we've talked about it. Yeah. So we won't go into that today, but we will try to help you out. We're going to try to help as many people as we can um, when it comes to finding the right one. I think you want to find the right one. And um, here's a question for you. Okay. Do you believe, and anybody can answer this, that there is one person out there for you. There is the the right one. Dana's already shaking her head. No, I yes. can see it in my peripheral vision. Go yeah. ahead, Dana, what do you think about that?
3: No, I I I think we're fooling ourselves to think that there's one person out there for you for your entire life. There's millions of people on the world. <laughs>
0: it's
2: okay. Keep going.
0: Okay.
3: So no, I don't I don't think so. All right. I, yeah.
2: Okay. What about you, Aaron? Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. I would uh, tend to believe that there is there is people that are good for you, um, but I don't think that there is a one single person who is the one. Um, and actually, one of the, the uh, things that really uh, solidified that belief was actually something that you said, Pastor Luke, in a, a men's meeting years ago when you were talking about this, and you said, if there was one person for every single person, if that was the only person that you were ever supposed to be with, and one person in the entire scope of humanity messed that up. Mm-hmm. I mean from from day 1 of creation to thousands of years later now if one person messes that up the entire system is thrown off. Yeah. Yes. And and we're we are <laughs> creatures of sin, we make mistakes, we mess up. And so based on just that fact alone, I don't think that there is one single person out there. Um, also, because then people would be, could use that to justify sin. I was talking to a student who asked me this question recently. And I said, well, if you believe that, that there is one person for you, and then you made a mistake and you married someone else, and then you thought, I found the right person. Now, it's not my spouse. It's somebody else that I found. Ah, you would You would justify getting divorced and then remarrying someone else so that you could say, well, now I found the right one. Hmm. Um, but the Bible teaches very much against divorce, that Jesus says that, you know, divorce should, should not be an option at all. And so you can use that, well, there's one person out there to then justify sin later in your life if you feel like you've made a mistake. Sure, absolutely.
1: Well, and I'll even add to that, that pressure that that puts on, let's say you you believe that there's only one person for me. And when you date that person, get married to that person, There's that pressure of of
0: pressure on that other person. Yeah,
1: this, Mm -hmm. you have to be perfect. You're my it person. And the reality is we don't marry perfect people. Hmm. We're not perfect. And so that's not fair to put that pressure on somebody else of you're my it. You're the only one who's, you know, who God has for me. So, And then it's like you don't give them room to be human, Mm -hmm. to make mistakes, to not meet every expectation.
0: Yeah, if you think God has one person out there for you. And that one person ends up being, and you believe you found that one. And that one person ends up being really imperfect. And maybe mm-hmm. may be mean at times and cruel. And and you're going to be eventually mad at God. Yeah, God, this is the one you had for me? <laughs> oh, I hate <laughs> you. Like, ah, this is, <laughs> it's just all messed up in so many ways. There's lots of things we do. So, let's, okay, we've, we've, we've cleared that up. We've yeah. solved that problem. Take the pressure off. Done. <laughs> solved. <laughs> so that means that. If you found somebody you love, you got to work at it. Yeah. You got to work mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. This is um, how to find the right one. How to find the right one. Let's do it. Uh, the, the Really, the first point we got three points here on how to find the right one. All right. And we got some scripture to go with this. So, love it. But we'll talk about this. The first point is this and how to find the right one seek God and be active. Mm, so good. Okay. So when I think about that, I personally just tell myself, I'm going, if I'm single, which I was single for you know <laughs> my life and at one point in time I I did those two things I was just I con- active towards seeking God I would yeah. go to church I would I read my bible I'm going to think doing things with with God I'm doing church stuff I'm going on missions trips you know church camps I'm just I'm I'm seeking God and I am I'm just I'm active I'm living my life and why is that so important to do those things?
2: Why, why would that be a way to find the right one? Well, I know I got some stuff I could say, but I want to see do either of the, the wives. Do you guys have anything you want to add to that or input you have for that?
1: I think any time that we turn our relationship with God into solely focusing on getting that one prayer answered, or that one need being met, we are missing out on that full and abundant life that John 10.10 talks about. He's come to give life and life to the full. There is so much more to this life and relationship with God and the kingdom of God than finding a spouse. There are friendships, there's serving the Lord, there's the local church, all those things that you're talking about, Pastor Luke. And so when we like put God in a corner where everything that we think about, we pray about, we're we're mulling over in our minds and our hearts is I got to find the right person. Man, we're missing out on so much more that God has, and really what God can do in different seasons of our life. You know, when we went to college, there was so much. I mean, this was kind of the joke at the university we went to. Oftentimes they'd say, "Oh, are you here to get your MRS degree? Yeah. Get your <laughs> misses? You know, I'm here to get married. I'm here to find a man. My doctor. missus. But if you went to college and all you wanted out of that college experience was to leave with a spouse, man, you'd miss out you, on incredible experiences. We watched them
0: miss out on so yes, much stuff. Yes.
1: Yes, mm. people who had that focus and that was like their sole purpose of being there, they missed out on those late nights of laughter, awesome, you know, spring break trips and all these different things and I can't so Can't go on spring break trip you, with
0: you. I miss my boyfriend too much. <laughs> <laughs> You're <They're> like, bro. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I'll pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're missing
1: out really on so much more that God has for you in life in general and in that season of life if that's uh-huh. all you're focused on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Life is I've say this before too, life is like a hot fudge Sunday or a banana split. And but getting married is like just putting the cherry on it. Mm. That banana split is really, really good without the cherry. Without the cherry on top. But if I can eventually add the cherry on top, it just finishes it
2: off. <laughs> But it's still very good without it. It is still very good mm-hmm. without it. So that's it's good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dana, do you have something you wanted to add there?
3: Yeah, I was, a lot of people, I feel like, say, like, when they're married, even like, oh, this is my better half. So when they're dating, they're like, I'm just a half person. I'm not, mm. like, a whole person. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, when I get married with my spouse, I'll do this. When I get married, I'll do this. But they're, like, looking for their other half, and I think that it's, important to realize that like god made you a whole person yeah that's and good you're not searching for your other half you're searching for another whole person that you can you know become one with and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i think people get trapped in looking for their better half their to somebody
0: to complete them yeah. somebody mm-hmm. to
2: perfect their imperfections or to make them happy yeah that's a lot of pr- pressure on the other
0: person mm-hmm.
3: yeah
2: yeah and I think that if you do that, if you're constantly, like like both of you guys said, if you're constantly looking for someone and that's your sole focus, then you're going to miss out on so many things that God has in store for you Like in that season of your life. Mm-hmm. There was some amazing, awesome things that God did in my life when I was single. Some amazing things that I had to grow in, things that I had to get rid of in my life that God I had to weed out, that God grew in me. I got to go on some amazing trips. I got to be with some amazing people, have some amazing friends. But if I would have been just so focused on the only thing that I need to work on right now is getting married, finding somebody to be with, mm-hmm. I'd have missed all of that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So let me read you a verse and we'll move on to the next point. Matthew chapter 6, 31 through 33 helps us with this point number one, which was seek God and be active. And it says, uh, therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear for after all these things the Gentiles seek? For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. And maybe that was a great verse for somebody out there who is anxious and um, nervous and fearful about not about being single for too long, for, for yeah. a long time. You're just worried. But don't worry about those things. But seek first the kingdom of God and he'll add those things to you.
2: Yeah, that's so good. So, mm-hmm. All
0: right. So let's go on to point number two, which is um, follow God, not natural instincts. Ooh or you can say instead of the word natural instincts you could say follow god not your heart yeah mm-hmm. okay so or natural instincts or your heart so your natural instincts are you know je- that's a, okay the word natural mm-hmm. okay let's just break, let's just talk about this because sometimes when we talk about like when we plan church um I lead the creative team here we talk about things that we're like man we really want this to be supernatural yeah Like, we want this moment to be supernatural. And just natural is just, it's low, subpar. Yeah. Yeah, was okay. But we want it to be like supernatural. Wow, that moment was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and so we're not trying to just go for just the subpar experience. We want to try to create something that's supernatural. So anyway, your natural instincts, just not good enough. Following your heart, just not going to work. It's not good enough. Follow God, not your natural instincts. All right. What's somebody who's who's got something?
2: Oh, I, I feel like this is a tricky one for people to grasp because just about every other outlet in the world is telling you the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every every uh, song, every TV show, every movie, just follow your heart. You know, I have no <laughs> idea how many teenagers I've talked to. I just I just need to follow my heart. No, the Bible says that your heart is wicked mm-hmm. and deceitful above all else. Who can know it? Yeah, and and so in, you need to to set aside your fleshly desires, and it, uh, because the Bible even says, what is the, when it uh, in Galatians when the Bible compares the fruit of the spirit, what does it compare it to? It actually compares it to the fruit of the flesh, your own sinful desires. Your heart is going to want sinful things, mm-hmm. and so instead of following your heart then you need to learn to follow what God has for you. And I think that's a really big um, culture shock to people sometimes that, well, what do you mean I shouldn't just follow my heart and do what feels good? Yeah. Well, that's going to end you up and put you in some places that you don't want to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jen, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think about the verse that talks about giving ourselves as living sacrifices to the Lord. You know, as we start to, let's say you, you see that guy or that girl, you start to notice them. You start to be drawn to them. You're attracted oh to them. You're gosh. thinking about them. <laughs> like you know, the God air. has <laughs> created us with these desires, with these longings. He, he put that in us. Mm. And to bring God into that initial you know, attraction, or as you're drawn to someone, you know, as, as you are having those natural instincts of, man, I'm just thinking about this guy or this girl all the time. And, you know, it's, it's, it's consuming me. God, will you come in and will I just yield these thoughts to you? Yeah. Bring mm-hmm. God into the process from the beginning. You know, it's not like, you know, God, I want this person, Lord, bring this person into my life. And when they come, you push God aside, bring him into that process of giving him your heart giving him your mind, bringing him into the relationship, praying before you go on that date. You know, as you are having, you know, desires and, and longing for that person, Lord, I, I bring myself under submission, under your spirit. Lord, help me to honor you. Help me to love you, to fight those natural instincts, which are real, which so, are real. Yeah,
0: and here's something for you, Dana. I got I, Just a question for you. Um, so if you just follow your natural instincts when you're single— you're, gonna, you're going to let your feelings d- direct you. Mm-hmm. Gonna, your feelings are going are gonna to tell you where to go. I'm sorry. If that. Uh, your feelings are going to tell you where to go. Yeah. So, like, you gonna be like, oh, that person's so, oh, they're, they're good looking. I want to just talk to them and get to know them. But Jen was saying, no, you need to stop and pray about it. Mm-hmm. Do, we, do, do we those feelings go away when you're married? when you see another person?
3: I don't, I don't think they necessarily go away. Okay. I, I think you get better at putting them aside or okay. not giving them attention. All right. And I think that prayer piece really, really helps with that. Like your natural desire in 20 years, if you're old and you see this really attractive person and subjectively like, yes, they're attractive, you're not thinking in your head like, oh, they're ugly. You're thinking in your head, oh, they're attractive, but I'm going to look the other way. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a choice that you're... Constantly making.
0: So when you're single, we're telling you out there to work on uh, actually telling your heart, stop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah. yeah. It's not healthy. Because when you're married, you can create these really bad habits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just because you get married doesn't mean people are stop being (laughs) attractive around you. Right. Right. Are you just like a dog in heat? Like, oh, I want that. (laughs) Ah." And then you're like, you know, it's like. It can't be like that. So, mm-hmm. so you're saying, which you're answering my question, is you know, put some of those aside. Those feelings aside are not good. Put a lot of that aside. That's not healthy. That's mm-hmm. not a good lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when you're married, you can't live like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So, how do you how do you juggle all that? I mean, personally, you know.
3: Yeah. Uh, it just comes down to like time with the Lord. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm struggling with this. I'd bring it to Him first, and then just talking about it, like with my husband, just. Like, I'm struggling with this. Can you pray for me? Mm-hmm. And bring your other like your husband into the mix, pray with me, pray alongside me with these struggles. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah.
2: That's yeah. good. That's really good.
0: <laughs> it is really good. That's why we don't we're not like animals. Just following
2: our natural yeah. instincts. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Emotions <laughs> and, are true. Know, you know what happens to animals that follow their natural instincts? I was just thinking about this. There is some of the – because I'm a huge deer hunter, and so I was thinking about deer, and there's a, there's a season in the year that, that deer hunters call the rut. And when deer get in the rut, there can be these huge – old bucks that have been avoiding hunters for years and years and years and they've been they know all the paths they they only go in the dark but then all of a sudden the rut kicks in and they follow their heart and you'll see these <laughs> bucks standing out on an open field in broad daylight mm-hmm. and you know what happens to those deer they get a bullet in the heart <laughs> oh boy i mean they, they uh, but, <laughs> but but i mean i mean that's it's kind of a graphic uh, picture but that's what happens when, when, when all of a the sudden these these bucks who have been completely nocturnal, avoiding all of the humans in the woods, all of a sudden in one moment, they, mm. they let their guard down because they're following their heart. They're chasing a doe and it, it gets them in trouble all mm. the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so for a hunter, it's one of the most exciting times of the year because mm-hmm. all this, there's deer running everywhere. Um, but think about if, if the hunter is Satan and he's watching, if I can get these people to put their guard down, yeah. to follow their heart just to chase something else other than the things of God then that's a moment of weakness that mm-hmm. satan can strike mm-hmm. yeah good okay number 3 um how to find the right
0: one pursue other desires with people that's a good one per- and and i remember when my for some reason i don't understand this but my <laughs> my sister was going off to college um her ex-boyfriend was there but she actually ended up marrying jake jacob her and i was her husband but her ex-boyfriend was there and my dad said before he, he sent her off to college literally like the last thing he said to her before they drove away was uh remember manure is best used when it's spread around <laughs> what does that even mean it means don't date jacob go around and date jacob. <laughs> spread it out let's spread it out <laughs> i serious And uh, so she's like, dad, you know, and I was like, why would he say that? I mean, it was just like, you must've been, you know, concerned that her heart would get broken again or something. I'm not exactly sure what was going on there, but essentially pursue other desires with people. And so like for, for instance, let's just say this. Um, Let's just say like you love bowling. It's a, (laughs) it's a big passion of yours. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are people out there that absolutely love bowling. Oh, yeah. And then let's say you meet somebody else. And in conversation with them, you bring up, casually bring up bowling. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, I hate bowling. This is like the stupidest <laughs> sport in the world. Why would anybody bowl? But they, And they don't know you're obsessed with it. Yeah. Are you going to pretend that you hate bowling now because you have a crush on them or you think they're good looking? Or are you going to continue to pursue your desires with other people? What are you going to do? Are you going to change who you are for that Mm. person? Or are you going to stick with your passions and
2: desires? Mm. What are you going to do?
0: And I would say pursue other desires with people.
2: So here we go. Yeah, Yeah. no, I think that's so good. And I think that a lot of people fall into that trap of – well, I, 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 just, I just love him so much. Yeah. I just love her. Like they met him two minutes ago. But like, I, I got to change all of who I am to, to be accepted by this person. Mm-hmm. And that becomes a really dangerous trap. I know, um, I know we just said we weren't going to share too much of our stories. But one of the things that Dana and I both love to do is we both love to canoe and kayak and that was some, like way before I met her I loved to canoe and kayak and way before she met me she loved to canoe and kayak and it was something that I did with like a lot of my friends we would go and we would canoe the rivers we canoe the lakes we go fishing and and like can, canoe like do like long all day like 8 hour river trips and that was something that we loved that I loved to do and she loved to do and so right when we first started dating before we were actually even dating um that was stuff we did together and with other people we'd go canoeing we'd mm-hmm. go kayaking and it was just because it was things that we loved to do yeah but if she would have been like oh my gosh yeah canoeing is so stupid yeah i'd be like well <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> i can never imagine dana saying
1: that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <she> <laughs> no i don't
2: think she would have ever said that she just but... <laughs> <looking and smile.
1: laughs>
0: but what would you have done
2: man i don't know what I, I probably would have at that point in our relationship, I would have just stopped pursuing her as, you know, at that point when we when we were doing a lot of stuff, we were i was I was pursuing her. I don't know if she knew that I was pursuing mm-hmm. her or not. Um, but you know, I, I would have backed off. yeah, and, and and if there's other things, like like I'm a big hunter, but she does not. she's a vegetarian. <laughs> um, but like, that doesn't bother her. She doesn't mm-hmm. think hunting is stupid, you know, or things like that. and there's things that um like like fishing was things that she'd never she'd never been fishing before in her life, but she started uh dating me and i took her fishing but she didn't think it was like this stupid thing or like one of the things that she loves to do is, is listen to music and go to concerts and it wasn't something that i have this huge passion for mm-hmm. but i don't think it's the stupidest thing in the world and i love that she loves that and i'm gonna you know do those things with her yeah um but if you have just totally different interests nothing in common you think that everything that your crush does is the stupidest thing ever but well, maybe maybe they're not a good person for you. Yeah. So Dana uh, and Jen, please answer this. Um,
0: how how much can you change somebody?
3: <laughs> I don't think you should walk into a relationship thinking I'm going to change this person. Okay. <laughs> I think you can walk into a relationship with interests that you have, like Aaron was saying. Like I've never fished before. I never considered fishing, but I liked him so he sort of has changed my interests a little bit, mm-hmm. but in terms of changing who I am, I don't think that's for other people to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's for the you know the Lord to do. Um, so yeah, I don't to answer your question. I don't think you should try to change a person, mm-hmm. but show them different interests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Share your interests with them. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: I think it's a great thing, even to kind of flip that. You know, you said pursue other desires with people. Be with someone who lets you pursue. The desires mm-hmm. that you have. You know, it's always a, a red flag to me when you see a couple begin to date and they just lose themselves in each other. They disconnect with their friends. They disconnect with their family. Red flag. They <laughs> disconnect from their hobbies and they just become consumed with each other. They lose themselves. They lose oh, yeah. themselves. And yeah. so to be with someone who says, you know, hey, that's something you love. Awesome. When are you gonna do it? Are you gonna go out this weekend and go golfing? Are you gonna, you know, take those music lessons? Whatever it might be, mm-hmm. find someone who encourages and supports those desires. Because I mean, oh, yeah. God gave you those pa- those passions and talents, and it, so feed each other, encourage each other in that.
0: Yeah. Let me. Let's end with this because we are almost out of time. We got about five minutes left. But um, I remember just being at college, meeting Jen, meeting other people, meeting lots of girls. Not really meeting girls just to like date them or anything like that. But that wasn't really the purpose. You're just meeting people all mm-hmm. the time. And I remember meeting this pretty girl named Melissa. Bad.
1: I thought you were going to say Jen. Well, just. <laughs> <a story. laughs>
3: no, because it was, this was the story. This is, this not, is not a, a us not story. This is somebody else. You meet
0: this this pretty girl named Melissa and you're trying to figure out who she is and what she likes and what she does. And it turns out she's at college to play the harp. What? The oh, harp. this is my
1: friend you're talking about.
2: Yes, is your
0: friend. Yes, this is
1: Melissa. Harp. Huge flipping harp, <laughs> it was awesome, yeah. But, like,
2: <laughs> how do you go to college for that? You just, music, music yeah. degree, okay. It's
0: she was
1: thing. one of like two in the whole <laughs> university.
0: But you're like, when you hear that, you're like, that's a turnoff, like, it really is. <laughs> like, for <I'm>, some people, <laughs> I'm not sure if you're like a oh, harp, like, because every person that plays the harp is like. I don't know. There's a stigma about the harp. Like, who plays the harp? Hey, it's this you, huge instrument. Like, you've got to like have a certain vehicle just to lug this thing around. I mean, like, are you gonna travel the world playing the harp? This is weird. How, what's our life gonna be like? You're a harp player. We... I
3: feel like there's a lot of hate on harpists. I know do you are awesome.
0: And, and you're like, what? And I wonder.
1: I do wonder. She's married now, right? Married. Great husband. Kids. Yeah. She but did I, travel the
3: world yeah. with that harp.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Go I, I wonder how. many many times she had met some guy and the guy was like the harp just different interests not a very sexy yeah. instrument i don't know who's doing it for me you know what i'm saying and like i wonder if somebody along the lines is just like you know maybe we shouldn't do the harp anymore you know maybe uh, <laughs> guitar C- acoustic specifically
1: uh, you ever thought about that <laughs> I don't know how to respond to this, this <laughs> conversation, <laughs> Am I being but weird? I'll say sometimes you meet someone who has a a passion, interest, mm-hmm. and they're you know <laughs> that passion's <laughs> weird. <laughs> I love my friend Melissa. Yeah, you, I love She's her. awesome. When you find out she she's, plays the harp, you're like, yeah, what? It, yeah, it's a unique, a unique passion, a unique yeah, it's awesome, hobby. And yes. she didn't
0: start that passion to meet boys.
1: She loved it, yeah, and she, she found someone it. who
0: yeah life, who got
1: it, yeah, who loved her for it. yeah, somebody loved it. her
0: for the heart man, somebody. oh my gosh. okay, so <laughs> I hope.
1: Oh for goodness. all of our harp players out there, yes. we love you. We Me love and Dana you. want to hear you play the harp. Please, <laughs> the harp we are harp rooting for you. For you. Yeah, you, you one do. person,
0: one person has been married and has kids now, who's played, who's a professional harpist. So there's hope for you. Oh please! <laughs> Good. Oh, Dana, we got to keep
1: these boys in line. I'm gonna take up the harp, yes, just to spite you. <laughs> no, I'm the the thing <laughs> thing is, there's gotta be
0: something that I was into that you were like. I don't know, I might be a deal breaker. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, is this is this real? Is this on Sh- the table? Uh, yeah, oh, I can I'll take it. Too, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Dana's got one too. She's coming next. Mm-hmm.
0: So okay, we're being honest. Okay. okay. So I'm so- not <laughs> such a jerk. All right. Yeah, let's go. You guys have thoughts like this? No, too? this
1: was this was two r- minutes. You we, got two. Okay. Minutes. Model cars. When mm. you had a hobby of painting tiny detail model cars, <laughs> I thought, I thought I knew this guy. <laughs> I thought I knew I mean I saw him play sports. <laughs> I thought he loved the gym, but he likes to be alone and paint little tiny figures. <laughs> and so that gave me a new picture of a desire you had. But you know what, babe? We, I let you pursue those desires. You <laughs> went back to the store and bought new paints <laughs>
3: and bought... <new laughs> and you know what?
1: We're good. I you love you. It <laughs> is a bit embarrassing.
3: <laughs> I yeah. That was a shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, mine about Aaron is, is more normal. But the fact that he's a hunter, I was like, I don't know about this. But then also when we were... Before we were even dating, he came over for a connect group. And at the end of the connect group, we were, like, starting a fire. And he puts this, like, fire starter in his mouth to taste it. And I was like...
2: No, I I wasn't tasting this? it. I needed to see what it was made out of. But he put if it, it in his mouth, and I was tasting like, it. so I I bit it with my teeth to see if it was wood
0: or cardboard. you like, and you're like, like, I don't know. I if this guy was like, is
3: worth it. I just don't know about this. <laughs> <thing."> <laughs> I thought <laughs> 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 I knew you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I laughs> chomping to, on wood like a beaver.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is so weird. Is this his this hobby? Is some
0: good oak. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, chestnut?
3: <laughs> but we're married. We made it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, through. it's been great to be with you,
0: audience. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you, Jen and Dana, for thank being you, Dana. with us thank today. You, we really appreciate you guys and love you guys so much. Absolutely. Obviously, I love you because you're my wife. Yeah, I, I love you
2: too, Dana, because you're my wife. Thanks. Love
0: and you so thanks. much. Thanks. <laughs> That's where we say
1: love you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you later, everybody. Have a great See day. See you next time. See
3: you next time.
0: Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus.
1: How's everybody doing today?
2: Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work him off today. It's flooded.
0: Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.